0: Hello, hello, beautiful people, mi gente bella. Welcome, welcome to another edition of Santana Sis, where we talk about everything from Roblox to relationships, everything in between, and the overall journey of life. Not only am I excited to bring you another edition of the show, and also happy holidays to all of those who celebrate holiday edition, but you all have been getting the opportunity to get to know me a little bit more, some of the things that I'm passionate about, but you have also been meeting some pivotal people in my life and that are part of my village. And so if you recall, we first had Pierre Hurt on the show. She talked about her platform, Millennial Mommying, all the great things she does. But she's also one of the people that my daughter goes to when she's needing you know, to have her moments, when she needs some time away from us, but also when she wants somebody to be able to talk to and confide in. My oldest daughter, if y'all remember, she's the one that has the identity issues already. Artistic, I love it. She has all of these incredible talents, but she's my most complicated child. If I have to say, she's the one. <laughs> but... She also has a go-to person and not, and what's it's so crazy about it is not only was, is this a go-to person for her, but this was the go-to person for me. So to see it like now with my own child is just like amazing. And so that person is here and I am so excited. So thank you so much for being here today, but Mrs. you know Sally Hopkins and all that uh formerly known as oh Iocane first, first
1: name I that's know, right? crazy
0: <laughs> which is funny though because remember there was like that period of my life where I was afraid to say your first name yes. forever yeah. I regarded there her like with so much it was. You had to constantly remind me it's okay to yep. say my first name, and I just would not. I just refused and didn't want to. And also, formerly known as Miss Iacona, because yes. for some, that is a very soft spot for a lot of us. We had Miss I in in school. So if you ever had Miss I, bam, My babies. I love <laughs> this you. This is her. But now she's known as Mrs. Hopkins for everyone else. And so, and a few other things. Exactly. So, and that's what we <laughs> want to get into. So, with that being said, could you let the wonderful viewers, listeners, and everyone know a little bit more about you? Who are you? You know, just a little background.
1: I sure can, Melissa. <laughs> Thanks. So, okay, where to begin? I will start with I am a mom, first and foremost. Yes. I have four amazing kids, but I think all moms say that. We do. And... um. <laughs> My second most important role is teacher. And I count all of my students, my kids, fondly my case babies. (laughs) I love my case babies. So I've been teaching art in Cleveland for 29 years. And it's changed drastically. But I still love it because I absolutely love my kids. Just love them to death. And... um. Married to Howard. What? <laughs> Role as wife. That's, that's top three roles. Yes. Mom, wife, and teacher. And my friends call me the salamander. Nice. I do love that. And there you have it. And I'm also <laughs> an artist. Exactly. That wouldn't even, yes, absolutely. Goes with the territory. Absolutely. And what else? Well, I mean,
0: I think I wanna definitely take it back to what you said case. So yes. right. So case was also a big part of my life. I went to I attended case from second through fifth grade. And so I also remember it very fondly. I love our, you know, when we would get out in the auditorium, what was it? Those things on Monday. Around Bay. Yes. Mr.
1: Lloyd.
0: Yes. Shout out to Mr. Lloyd, y'all. If you had Mr. Love Lloyd, Mr. So Lloyd. He was. He was literally the best. The but best. also when you whenever you have those educators that are just genuine, you know, like they just literally care. And their hugs are also the best. Mm-hmm. So like that was. Mr. Lloyd. <laughs> always. And so we had Harambe. I know we would always come out. And we just always had that community in the school. That's what I love. I mean, Case was just and one for of a those kind.
1: who don't know, Harambe, Mr. Lloyd was very Afrocentric. Oh, he yes. was very All focused day. on the African culture. Yep. And so Harambe was like a morning meeting every Monday yep. where the whole school would come out. In the courtyard. Oh, yeah. And we would get permission. There was a drummer. Oh, yes. That would be the way that we knew it was starting. Yes. And you had to get permission from the elder. Yep. To begin. Yes. And you would go over your morning, the the meeting for the day, for the week, and then everybody, the whole school, would literally hold hands. (laughs) And we would raise our arms and say, Harambe. Yes, we would. I think it was seven times. Oh, definitely. Right, Mr. Lloyd? I think so.
0: Right. We'll have to verify. And
1: that's funny because for me, Mr. Lloyd was person for me right like I still yeah. think of him finally you know like a father figure
0: exactly so, so it see to have that it's like that's a the ideal relationship you want like I felt like with educators and the principal like to have that kind of relationship mm-hmm. and we saw it so I, I feel like that's also what was noticeable to the students we also saw that camaraderie and so it was just great to have and we felt safe you mm-hmm. know at school mm-hmm. we definitely did I felt safer at school than anywhere else and I remember the Afrocentric creed that was also the big thing Believe yes. in myself I know myself yes I am the one who is talking. Exactly. So we were instilling confidence early on. But if you recall, that was when I had the least amount of confidence. I was just a very quiet, do not speak unless spoken to child. And that's something I absolutely talked about on the show. But I also mentioned that you were one of the teachers that saw me. And so to be honest, I think a lot of the other teachers saw my academic success and they thought that I was doing okay. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, you saw through it. Like you definitely saw through a lot of that. And you reached out and you asked not just... The questions, but the right questions. You know, like you would get to know me more and all of that. Did you know any of that early on? Was it just part of what you were already doing? Or like, was it just already part of your educator? You know,
1: well, you know, I think a big part of it is there's educators who are not moms who have that instinct, right? But Absolutely. I think that once you're a mom, it's just something you just, it's instinctual. Right. And for my, spiritual faithful people out there there i truly believe something brought me to you absolutely. like brought us together in the stars Sorry. whatever right but um for me it's just instinctual like i mother my kids i consider all my kids my babies when i'm at school absolutely and um with you i know you guys it's hard to believe but she was quiet <laughs> i was see quiet <laughs> and just there's there was something that drew me to you and to where i just wanted to just hold just hold you and i got you right and just in from that i think one of our first outings and you were in i think the 3rd grade oh yes scroll was <laughs> taking eight. it back exactly. and we went to um Tower City, I Yes, think. we did. Yes, and we did. When we it had did. a movie theater?
0: When it had one. A picture
1: with Santa. <laughs> yes. I think it was outside. Yep. And um, it was a weird dynamic, though, because as a teacher and you're taking a student, you know, you got to make sure that you're, you're good with the oh, parents, yeah, parents and that everybody's comfortable with that because, especially today, but, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that your mom was comfortable, too. Absolutely. And that she could trust me and- It just all kind of worked out good. Like you guys are literally my family.
0: Absolutely, and then this is definitely true. I definitely think that that rapport was built early on. It has she, to be. It has yeah, to be exactly. And there was that comfortability from the very beginning. But agreed. And it, but it's interesting that you go back to that one because yes, I remember also being incredibly nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, and it, instead of just enjoying it, because yeah. that was much of my childhood. It was like instead of just enjoying the moment, I was always in my head. Yes. I'm always thinking about it. I was always like, and how does she? You know, what do we do now? And <laughs> what's gonna happen? And how does this go? And I just Never. And I mean, I think I know we've talked about it over the years, but it was just it was definitely incredible to even get that chance. But to know that even though I had all those thoughts in my head with you, I didn't have to entertain them. I really could just be. Just be myself, you know, be with someone that actually cared about me and just actually finally be present. And then what was incredible was going to your house. And so, like, the first time I went to your house and saw, you know, a life different than mine, it was it was an incredible sight to see. Like, I definitely from the beginning, you definitely became somebody that I wanted like to aspire to be like for sure. Just because I love the joy you had, you know, for your work, you know, and what you did, but also the incredible life you were building with your children. Like even when I saw the chore wheel, you all, this was the first time I seen it. Oh, and I know geez. you and you made jokes about it because you don't even use it. But to me it was fascinating. I'm like, oh they write down their chores. <laughs> There's organization here. So it was something completely different from what I saw in my household. You but, uh, love
1: the reason my kids despise me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh,
0: y'all, like, we should try this. This is a legit thing. Exactly. That is true, though. I definitely found joy in things that they probably were like, please, like, we don't even need to do this. But I definitely thought it was incredible. And even that, you have these incredible traditions that you do with your family. So I'm definitely curious. Um, oh, you know, where all that came from. Like, was it always just instinctual with you? You know what I mean? Did you just make them up yourself? Did mom inspiration? No, you,
1: you know, that's weird because growing up, my parents were divorced. So it was a divided household. I didn't even live with my older two brothers, um, probably since the second grade. So, and I don't remember much of my childhood. I really don't. Um, So, if for me, my goal was just always, I want my kids to feel like they're the most important people in the world, um, no matter what. And so that, and that still is my goal. Right. You know, my kids come first, my kids come first, whether that's right or wrong. Absolutely. um, But that's been my platform in life. And so I just, I don't know. These traditions, just, I wanted it to be memorable. I wanted to make these traditions and we just right. did them and we still do them today. And sometimes it's a drag for them. We got to do <laughs> a Christmas card, <laughs> but I think it's creating, you know, like memories.
0: Absolutely. And
1: uh, as much as they hate it, they love it. All right.
0: Just being able to, and that.
1: I love it. <laughs> exactly. and, and I know that as they grow into adults, it's time is limited.
0: And man, tell me about it.
1: So we do what we can now with the time we have. Absolutely. And I love that, and that
0: that's what I saw, too. So I definitely think that. And it was great the, you know, times that you would bring me into those mm-hmm. traditions and I could see them. And I just, yeah, I definitely remember being, like I said, totally flabbergasted by a lot of it and shocked, but then also, but also just loving it. just loving being able to see that and that you did that. But then I think that's but incredible that you said that that but you didn't necessarily always felt, you know, seen and you know validated as a child. And so whenever we have those gaps, you know, it's incredible that as adults, you wanted to be able to, Fill that gap for others that you didn't have filled yourself as a child. Right. And I
1: think that's a drive for a lot of people. You want to give your kids what you didn't experience or have. Or even if you did, you know, our perception is Mm. so different, but it's still true to us. So that was my, yeah, that was my driving force. And I will say, it took you a while to get comfortable coming over. (laughs) Because when you came over, you were just like, (laughs) <laughs> and it took a minute for you to now you can come in and you're like hey what's right. up but What are we doing? It took <laughs> it took a
0: long time. Absolutely. It really did though. And I do and I think it was that. And then what it really was too, which has been a big thing for me as an all, and that's something I'm glad we've been able to explore on the show is that I always felt unworthy. So whatever space I was in, I always felt like I didn't deserve to be there. You know, I honestly, I think for the longest time, I really did struggle with the fact that, you know, like not whether your intentions were pure or not, because I did feel like you were always genuine from the beginning. And that's why I always felt drawn to you. But did I deserve, though, the attention you were giving me? So it was definitely never whether or not, you know, you meant it, but did I deserve it? And so I would do that often in those spaces is, you know, do that and often, you know, explore those feelings. And mm-hmm. in the process, come across looking really like mm-hmm. <laughs> diverse mm-hmm. and also like, you know, so much, you know, in my head instead of, you know, in the moment. So I agree. I It definitely... And like I said, to even utter your name, like literally to even be able to say Sally was a big deal for me. It was huge to be able to do that. And then it's like, that's the crazy part too. Like these kids carry burdens like that all the Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I've also been to see because now I'm also in the field of education, Mm -hmm. but also with social work and just, you know, trying to provide these resources. I think it's incredible. They have these weights almost every single day and we have no idea. And we're expecting these kids to not only deal with all of that at home, but then come to school and be successful like you know put all that aside and like don't even worry about it i am sure you have seen that in your work also not just with me but like with other students and so like how does that come across to especially in the art space
1: like well i think you hit the nail on the head because a lot of our kids are dealing with so much so much that as adults i couldn't get through a day without breaking down and we have these kids who come in and they're either, you know, struggling emotionally or mentally or physically. And we're expecting them like, all right, come on, let's, you know, get this and do this and test this. And right. for me, they want a safe space. Yep. They want to be heard. Yeah. And sometimes they just want just a space to just whoo, yep. like wind down. Absolutely. And the arts, it could be visual arts, performing arts, musical arts. It just gives them a chance to just be their true self. Absolutely. And it takes away the pressure of academics and testing and scheduling. And just, it it gives you just that chance to just, and and be you. Right. And it's okay to be you. And that's the beauty of art. There is no right or wrong. But it's also interesting for me, and this goes to any parent, that, Your perception of my house was like this great space, right? Yep. And my kids have their own struggles. Right. And they have their own issues. So, you know, I'm sure, like, you were probably like, oh, this is great. Yes. (laughs) But their experience is completely different. Different, yep. And And I had no idea. As a parent, you know, you... You don't understand that your kids are gonna struggle no matter how great you may think you're making it for them. Mm-hmm. There's there's always something you're you're not gonna know. And yep. there's struggles, whether it's completely internal or external with school or life, or pressures that you may put on them that you don't even realize. Oh, goodness. But goodness. all kids from all backgrounds are going through something. And I think as an educator, as a mom, just as a decent human being, right. know that everybody is going through something. Everybody. Right. So it doesn't cost a thing to be kind, right? to listen to people. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what we all need more of. Absolutely. And I think
0: sometimes, too, we just, we always work in that rush. You know, like the Mm -hmm. pandemic actually gave us the time to slow down. But we're like two years removed from what it was at its peak. And so now we're back in the hustle and bustle. You know what I'm saying? We're moving around. We're constantly doing things. And I've seen a lot of educators who, unfortunately, they have, you know, some of those pressures that they're facing at home. But I think they, sometimes we forget, you know, too, that our students are also facing a lot of pressures. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I've seen a lot of educators with short fuses. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, you know, They're not realizing, too, that, you know, when that happens and when that explosion occurs, I mean, you it could have been that that, you know, I've learned from some students that in the morning they had to argue with their parents just to get to school like Mm -hmm. they had to go through a battle. They got into a fight with their sibling. They almost got touched by somebody on the bus. You know, they almost got into a fight on the way in the door. They had to get stopped at security because then that's the other thing. Our students are constantly having to clear. We could just walk up the steps. These students, on the other hand, are treated almost like criminals. Like they're literally having to come in, scan themselves, do all these things. Then they come in and are trying to focus. And unfortunately, they might get faced with someone who also had a bad day and then takes it out on them right. or like doesn't take the time to just check in, you know? And so, and like you said, sometimes that is all they want. Yes. Mm-hmm. When I have opened my door at my school, once I opened it, it has not closed yes. because they're like, oh, I can go somewhere and just talk. I space. can finally, yes, mm-hmm. just be myself. And I just ask. And most of the time, all I have to say is, how are you? And it's a wrap. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll constantly tell me, you know, what it is, how it went to last week, what they've been doing before. And then, you know, once you work up to that, although a lot of them, they do, you do need to earn it because now some of them are not giving from the beginning. They have to know that, you know, where you're coming from, you know, like those students are really good judges of character. They're going to know, like, who they can go to. Who they can trust. Oh, absolutely. And I've seen students behave differently in different spaces. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. So it's interesting to see that. And you can. Like, you'll see a lot of this if you're in those educational spaces. But also, parents, you would be surprised to know that your child probably acts completely differently at school than they do at home. So sometimes I've had to, like, tell parents, yeah, it's totally different.
1: Mm -hmm. And I will say this, too. Teachers sometimes need a safe space. Yep, absolutely. Because teachers are struggling, too.
0: <laughs> no, definitely. And
1: especially post-COVID. Oof. And that's really changed the whole dynamic of teaching. Absolutely. And so, yes, teachers need to as, as, be as mindful as they can for what kids are dealing with. But at the same time, oh yes, teachers need to make sure they're in a good spot. Oh, yeah. And they need to make sure, hey, before I step in that door, I need to make sure that I'm good right. so that I can be good for others. And that's a big component.
0: And that's actually something interesting that I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up because especially with you. So like given you know, given the fact that you do that, you know, you give so much to yourself to the students, you know, you immerse yourself a lot in that experience and you do provide this creative outlet for them.
1: How do you stay grounded
0: in the midst of all of it? That's
1: a great question, Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't always. And Not I'm being that. completely honest. Yeah. I hear There's you. times I will, are we allowed to cuss on this? <laughs> I will lose my shit. And good. So <laughs> now yes. We're oh my God, Mrs. Hopkins swears. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. We're human. Oh, um, so yes, I give, give, give. I'm a giving person. It's almost to a, a fault. Right. Right. And, um, um so Mr. Hopkins, he <laughs> is the receiving end of that. And yeah, he's my go-to person. And sometimes it's great. And sometimes it sucks to be him. Yeah. But you imagine. need that person. Always. And sometimes it comes out like I'll vent to you sometimes when yeah. we get together. Or my oldest. She's like, okay. I know, you know. <laughs> but I think that. I have to, you have to release it somehow. Yeah. And for me, sometimes my art is a beautiful thing because yep. that's where I can go and just close the door. But it's very, very important that in order to help others, you got to be right yourself. You have right. to be. Absolutely. And if you're not, it's okay. It, it's okay because right. we're all not on point all the time. No. Just recognize it and recognize that you may have to take a step back and be like, you know what? I would love to talk to you, but maybe now's not the best time. Right. So maybe come back and see me at the end of the day or come back and see me tomorrow. I love you, but Mrs. Hopkins needs a minute.
0: <laughs> Amen. We'll, we'll
1: get right back to
0: it. Right definitely and I'm glad you clarified too because like you said educators in general they definitely tend to be giving people and we definitely gotta shout out educators because clearly I'm still in contact with one <laughs> and so like they are amazing and they definitely and so I'm glad we clarified too that yes they they're, they need to be mindful and you know they, there's a lot that they take in but we also have to shout them out because it's a lot that they take on yes. and so you know like to even do that job I mean we all know that educators aren't the richest individuals either a lot of them actually have Additional jobs that they Mm -hmm. have to do, unfortunately, because we live in a society where we've decided that teachers, unfortunately, shouldn't get paid top dollar, which I have always argued against that. There's many essays that I dedicated to the topic because I just feel like it's absurd to me that it's it's not
1: because teachers are literally creating the future.
0: I mean exactly but we're like the future but we'll go ahead and give you a livable wage for that like we're not gonna but it's just incredible but I do agree that educators do a lot and they have that ability to be able to influence mm-hmm. in that way and literally providing knowledge and a foundation and a lot of the things that students learn are outside of the classroom it's not just what they learn you know with that because I mean I can barely recall you know what math problem was on the board but I definitely recall how Miss Russell you know was nice to me and like you know that validation she gave me and just you know the toxic we had outside of class and how i was going to look in my future and absolutely you i mean like we've definitely and we had to be intentional about it so that's the other thing like it wasn't accidental either that we remained in each other's lives right i definitely thought about we that the other day
1: effort we did and we had we were both and there were times that we didn't talk for oh, a yeah. minute we definitely but did. we it was always we we made it work and we found right. a way Exactly. And literally, you guys, Melissa is my child, like my other child. Yeah. I mean, she is the family. She is like a sibling to my kids. Oh, yeah. But like any relationship, you got to right. work at it. We do. You, you have to make it happen. Yes. And if it goes by the wayside a little bit. Right. It's okay. You just bring it back.
0: Right. But that's the ones that are worth it. That's why I'm glad you said that, you know, like we got to be willing to put the work in for the ones that provide that great value for us, you know. And so I feel like that's always what was great about us is that, you know, and it will we would take turns at some point, you know, mm-hmm. with some time would pass. You'd reach out. Then maybe I'd reach out, you know, and we would always find a way. But I'm just so glad we did, you know, because there was there was so much that we gained just by being in each other's lives. And then, as you said, now we're able to both bounce ideas off of one mm-hmm. another. Hey, I have this kid. This stuff's going on. What do you think, you know, is a good idea to do? And as, as I told you all, she now helps my daughter. I just cannot believe y'all shout out to my oldest and you mentioned your oldest as well always the oldest you know they all have their interesting spots you know like as they come into your lives you know when you especially when you have the multiple children i definitely think it's a unique experience that the oldest has compared to the youngest the ones in between like it's just so different it completely is and these Mm -hmm. kids have the same parents they might have the same upper and it doesn't matter like they're gonna even me my sibling i mean we definitely are two totally different people for sure but hands down now you're able to now be there with my daughter and i have loved that i've Loved being able to just say you know and i've told you hey like like we said we don't always have all the answers definitely i brought that to you and i have said hey she might need somebody to talk to mm-hmm. because i don't have it all but also like even if i even if it, by some miracle i actually knew how to communicate with her she doesn't always want to speak to just me you know and i got to be able to relinquish some of that and know that sometimes they need to be able to talk to somebody else our children and that's okay mm-hmm. especially if it's somebody trusted And so I'm definitely curious, you know, your take on that as well and how it's been, not only having, you know, Melissa 2.0, I guess, or like mini-me mini or like how that's been for you also.
1: So it's amazing to see that. (laughs) And to touch on how different children are, you're not the same mom you were with your second child. Mm -mm. So you were mom one with child one. That is true. But then you learn and you grow and you change and you're not the same mom so child two's experience are going to be different
0: yes yes you're not the
1: same mom if you have other children yep so they might be in the same house same parent that's totally different experience totally true but to see you have your own (laughs) and just to to see that it's amazing it's it's amazing and it's awesome and she you you guys, she's a great mom. She is a, I am so beyond proud of this woman. I mean, I'm proud of you. I can't even, exp- it's just amazing. And your girls are all amazing. I appreciate it. And it's just, it's it's really cool. It's cool to see them. And nobody always wants to talk to their mom. Yeah, we love our moms. But right. No, no. You don't always <laughs> want to go to your mom. No. And I mean, think about, when you were in school even or your group of friends. Oh yeah. You have certain friends you go to for different things. Oh yeah. Right? One day. Certain people you go through go to for different things. So Ilana, she she's also totally different than you. Oh my gosh, yes. Totally <laughs> In so many ways. So many ways. <laughs> um she's very more aware and vocal. Yes. Which is great. Yep. And it's it's just it's what I you tell me I do for her, it's she does for me as well, because I can learn from her. Oh, absolutely. you know, and in, in realizing these things, and I don't have all the right answers with her. I don't know, oh, but yeah. I just know that I'm a safe space that she can go to. Exactly. And Explore. we paint, we talk, we it's just you know, and I'm not by any means a professional counselor but I listen, right? I I listen. And, and sometimes that's all you need.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I just think just a platform. Exactly. Yes. Just a platform. Just a space. And a safe one. Yes, exactly. And non-judging safe and, space. Ooh, and especially the non-judgmental part. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Especially with my child because, like you mentioned, yes, she is her own unique person and super vocal, yet ultra sensitive. She is yes. ultra sensitive. Anything I say about certain things, I think I'm being, like, constructive. But she's like, wow, but, I mean, you really kind of made me feel bad when you said that. And I'm like, wait, what? I was just trying to tell you. So I learned so much. And like you said, they definitely keep us grounded. My goodness. The most humbling experience, being a parent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, you thought you knew things? No, absolutely not. Like, they reveal things to you all the time. You're constantly challenged in so many ways. And, like, to have your identity completely on display in front of another human being who also is looking up to you and that you're having to raise all at the same time,
1: it's a lot. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it's a lot.
0: you're literally like exposed but then also having to pull all those pieces together because this person is still looking to you for guidance so it's like even when you don't have all the right answers and I think it's been awesome that we're okay admitting that though you yeah know? you and have so- to be exactly you have to be okay and, but i definitely didn't have parents who felt that way you know i think they felt they thought that it would be like less of you know they would be less of parents if they admitted that they didn't always have the right answers but i would notice the gap and be like why are we not talking about this like why are we not ex, you know like being okay admitting that we're not okay and that we're imperfect and that we're figuring it out because we all are and i mean we constantly in our lives want to be able to always do that and continue to progress as people but we sometimes act like it's just so wrong to say that and you know
1: well, and I think society pins parents on they're supposed to have all the right answers. Right. That's your parents.
0: Exactly. But
1: you're human. Right. So you you don't. And you can work through it together. And it's okay. Absolutely. And there's pressure of being a parent in itself to have the right answers. Right. All right. Because that you want to be able to provide for your kids. But sometimes you don't. And it's okay that you don't. And you can find the answers right. together or show your kids. I don't know. But let's.
0: Let's figure it out together.
1: Or let's, how can we figure this out? And that's showing them there. Yep. You might not know, but you can figure it out.
0: Absolutely. And what I think is really interesting is that now you have the older children. So I'm dying to know. Like, so what's it like now having children that are older? You know what I mean? One is about to get married soon. I was invited to the wedding, y'all. Hey, I was so excited. It was like a celebrity. It It was like yes, but I felt like A-list. Like it was like to me I was going to a celebrity wedding. I was so pumped. (laughs) Like I cannot wait to see her son get married. I cannot wait. Yeah, like, I'm, like, you know, just so excited to see them in these new stages of life. Like, it's just, it's amazing. So, I definitely think it's awesome. But, like, I'm curious, have any of them come back and actually admitted, like, Mom, that was actually really cool, you know, what you did? Now I can
1: actually see that. Like, have you
0: had those conversations yet? They still growing in it? Yeah,
1: no, go? we've had them. And let me tell you, <laughs> the greatest thing in the world. That's awesome. So, for all of my younger parents out there, yes, just hang in there. <laughs> hang in there. Yeah, even now when you're you can't even stand to be in the same room with your kids sometimes, yeah. which happens. They will come back. And they will see like, "Wow, mom, I really appreciate you," or right. "I get it now." Or and that's mm-hmm. being a parent could be the best right to the worst to the best it's like a whole roller coaster (laughs) whirlwind they make you the happiest but then they will break your heart yeah and and that's just it's normal that's part of the process parenting but they as they get older and they become aware and they start realizing your sacrifices absolutely which they will they will realize the time and the energy that you put into things it's the Greatest feeling, Uh the greatest feeling to where I can go to my son and like cry on his shoulder Uh and him comfort me. It's amazing. It's amazing. Or when I can text my daughter and be like, oh my gosh, and question things. And was this the best thing? And for her to be like, it's okay. It's you, you did the right thing or I appreciate you so much. That's the payoff. It's, that's the ultimate payoff and it's amazing. Yay. And so, you'll get there. You will get there. And
0: it is exactly I'm so glad you said that because yes, that's where I'm at. I'm like, oh God, I don't know.
1: Yes. And I'm and
0: even even when just now, even when you gave me the compliment, they're like I'm a great mom. I was like, dude, half the time I have no idea what yeah. I'm doing. But I just I do want them to be happy. So I try to. You know what makes
1: to- you a great mom? Man. The time you give them, the experiences huh. you give them. Yeah, it's that's not true. about what you give them. That's true. It's about the experience, the time, the just Yep. Being there for them—that's true. That's what makes a great man. Oh uh, yes. And and you wanting to better yourself,
0: mm, that's true. And
1: admitting when you're not always the best, right? That's and and we—that's a never-ending job.
0: Woo, tell me about it. Exactly. That's a full time full time job in and of itself. Yes. But being able to like constantly have that self discovery. I agree. And I love that. And I'm but I am glad that you gave us that, you know, that glimmer of hope on the other side it's that it's there.
1: You guys. <laughs> it's good to know. Because I still have two young Yeah, teammates. that's it. Isn't that crazy? Yes. To so where I'm like, I can't wait till they get to that point.
0: Right, <laughs> And interesting. Maybe you'll really least see, you know, and appreciate more. That's true. Mm-hmm. See, and that's what's and that, and that's what's good to know because that is the that's the stage I fear. I'm like, okay, when they're teenagers, like, how is this gonna be? And I have all girls. So I'm like, this is it gonna be emotional? They were gonna be a ride. You. I'm sure they were. But uh, but I love that to know that they still feel cared for, and so and that's what I felt like. I'm gonna just that's gonna be the focus, and I feel like that's just what's gonna help me get through it. I'm gonna just try to keep that as my grounding thought. But then knowing too that they do come back, like you said. Yeah. Yes. and, that and they do you always
1: lesson. and stand your ground oh yeah you hey. don't need to be their friends right you hold them to high expectations right they don't have to like it hey it is what it is you're right. you're you're doing the best you can you keep your standards high you keep your expectations high
0: absolutely and if
1: they don't like it that's okay right they're not going to like everything no but they will feel ca- cared for absolutely Maybe not the way they want, right. but that's the way that you're caring for them. Yeah. And in the way they need. I mean, in the way that they, they need. Yes, and they'll they, get it. Exactly. They'll get it eventually.
0: Definitely see. And then, um, and then speaking of coming back, you also always come back to the field of education. Like you said, it's been some years, you know, and you keep, you know, you stay there, you still like want to be able to like continue to serve the children. Obviously it's, you know, for many different reasons, but I'm curious what makes you keep coming back to this field, to this work and to still have students at the forefront of it.
1: So it's just because I love them. I mean, I (laughs) genuinely love them and it's, I don't always love their behaviors but i love them right and little things like i just got a friend request from alfonso shout out to alfonso (laughs) and it's so cool right or to see students like growing into adults and having kids and just to watch them grow but to still come back and say i remember when you did this right or I had a student who's like, I remember when you would just smile and say hello to me. Right. That's nothing. Nice. But that got her through her day.
0: Mm,
1: exactly. Thing, and I'm like, if that's all I need to do to help someone get through their day, wow. Right. And, and just, I still have kids who call me their school mom or who I know they're like, you're the reason I come to school. That's what gives me energy. Oh yeah. You know, and and it's what a blessing for yeah. me to be able to to do that for someone. That's a right. gift. Yeah. And it's it, it brings me joy and it it's it, it's challenging for sure. <laughs> right. But I love it. I genuinely love it and I genuinely love my kids. Right. And that's what keeps me coming back. See? Which is okay. awesome, and it is that tremendous impact
0: that you have, you know. And so, like, and in this the potential to even have that kind of impact, you know. Just having a job where you can constantly do that, um, and really doesn't feel like work when you're able to do work in that way. Well, yeah, it
1: feels like work. There you
0: that. go. <laughs> but we but gotta remember right. now. No, it's- yeah, absolutely. But I do love the joy factor. that There's at least a joy factor in it. But yeah, we still always. we still getting There's paid. Always
1: a joy factor. Yeah. <laughs> no, I could have the hardest day possible. Right. To where I'm like. It was, I think. <laughs> but then I will have a, a, yes. a little hug or a right. little "I love you" or right. even old the older ones. Yep, you know that's it. There's always joy in in the day. Yes, in every day.
0: And you definitely love what you do. So yes. to also clarify, yeah. you got to at least love it. I do. <laughs> so that's that part's good too. And that at least helps with, you know, the driving force behind it to be able to help and continue to do it. But I agree. I do love that. And then also Joy, speaking, it's the holidays, you know, so I am curious. It's the season. Hey, hey, hey. So do you have anything fun coming up holiday season? Or like, what's your favorite mm-hmm. holiday thing to do? Or like- Girl,
1: <laughs> let me tell you. Mama is busy. <laughs> so... We have multiple traditions. We have uh, cookie day, which you've experienced. Yes, I have. yes I have. So we start that. I have two sisters that I work with that I'm blessed to call them sisters. And I have another sister who is in another building, yep. all in education. And we are truly sisters. And we've, we have a tradition where we bring all of our children now together and we have a cookie day and it's gone from where we used to make cookies to now we just kind of hang out (laughs) and we start the season with that. The 23rd I host Christmas and I'm supposed to have 30 people over and we do games and I do, if you know Kahoot, Mm -hmm. I, Oh yeah, get out. Y'all play that at the hoop. We turn (laughs) that into a family game. Look at that stuff like that. 24th, I still have the kids that are there. I still make them put out milk and cookies for Santa. Yeah, Still That's make awesome. them leave a letter for Santa. There you and go. Leave out food for the reindeer. <laughs> don't forget Rudolph. And then Christmas morning, we don't do anything until we read Santa's response. Nice. As he writes <laughs> us back, each and every one of us. And Awesome. And then, obviously, we share in the joy that it's the birth of jesus yep. for those who who celebrate that and it's just a time of giving and love and being together. Oh, I love that. I yeah. definitely do love that. And I, I think it's always fun to just and just
0: create. Like you said these new new traditions, you can change them, you can do what you want, but you are allowed to, you know, figure out how you want to be able to celebrate with your family and what ways you do want to create those, you know, factors of joy, those moments, but also And we never, can't
1: forget it. the elf on the shelf.
0: Oh God, the Elf because on the Shelf. We y'all, know that's stressful.
1: Stress?
0: That, that is a job. Yes, it
1: is. That is a job.
0: Yes, it is. So welcoming the good old Elf on the Shelf on the has shelf. been, yeah, we, but my, yeah. my children are highly invested y'all on the Elf on the Shelf. So yeah, if the Elf does not move, that is going to be, you it's, know, yeah, it's going to be a nightmare. wake up
1: at three in the morning and you're like, ah, oh, I got to change the Elf position. <laughs> or actually exactly. the Elf magically changes. Yes. Also, if you have smart kids, Right. There's a, a that tidbit. pick up, Lord. Different wrapping paper from Santa. You need to have different wrapping paper and tags. Oh, from there Santa. you go. Look at that,
0: see. I got away with a lot when they were younger that I was like, oh, I could just, like, explain away. I know. But they are. Yeah, you got to be on your game. Literally, um, our elf on the shelf took an elfie, so selfie. Yes. And my daughter looked at the timestamp on the picture when it was taken. I was like, thank goodness that, wow, you know, you're able to, you know, that we didn't have any other evidence behind that because. Stay
1: ahead of the kids. Look
0: at that. Yeah, Y'all, the kids is crafty, huh? Kids are crafty (laughs) and they will pick up. So, I'm glad that you have all that. But also, after all of the wonderful Christmas festivities, if you celebrate, we also have a new year coming up. Mm -hmm. Are there any goals on the list? Anything you want to do with the artist journey? Are there any new art projects or, you know, what's so for
1: me, I always like to continue painting. It's just my own self care process. Right. Um, I am looking to do some painting sessions over the summer. Hey. Y'all heard it. So yes, you heard it here first. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have a wedding. Yes. In 2023. I, so. I actually have two weddings. Okay. Yeah. My son Joey and my sister Kia. Look at that. Oh yeah. And I have I have one in California. So I'm excited.
0: Wedding-wise. And
1: so, I have a graduation. My daughter juliana is graduating from high school look at that and we'll be starting college and i'm just excited every year brings new things so i'm just excited to see what the year brings absolutely
0: I definitely think, though, with all of that being said, that I'm sure there's probably a lot of people that are going to want to know more about that and just how to, you know, get in touch with you and just learn more about you. Um, because if you all see, I'm pretty sure it's easy to tell why I've kept her in my life as long as I have. And so I'm sure there might be others that are going to want to connect with you also, you know, be a part of the painting parties or whatever, you know, it might be. Are there ways that folks can get in contact with you, connect with you, much like, um, shut what was it, Alfonso? That also just oh, recent, yeah, shout out. Much like them, you know,
1: how can folks get connected So to friend me on Facebook, Sally Hopkins, yes. or you can email me. <laughs> Shall <laughs> I share my email? Sure. If you go salamander mind. at hotmail.com.
0: Oh, it's easy to remember that. There you go.
1: Go salamander. Awesome. Yes. Message me on Facebook. I love everybody who message. I'm happy to, when everybody reaches out.
0: Definitely. And when you when you go on Facebook, you all should definitely see some of the paintings that have been. I'm not saying I want to create too much of a flood of like commissions, you know, your way. Salamander
1: Styles, Facebook page. There you go.
0: And so you'll be able to see. But I do think there have I mean, obviously, I'm biased, but I definitely think that there's incredible work there. Oh, thanks. (laughs) You know, but but you have done some incredible pieces. And I remember one that like was skyrocketing in popularity it was like an empowerment essentially painting how was
1: that so that was during covid look at that and i had extra time so i just started painting and i saw this painting and i'm like you know what i'm gonna that like inspired me so i just did these paintings of women but it was a blank face Mm -hmm. and Rather than adding any details, it was words. And it was just empowering words. Right. And it was my I am enough paintings. There we go. And they caught on fire because it's important to know people need to be acknowledged that you are worth, you're enough. You're worth it. Yep. Always. And so people, you know, for their daughters, for their sisters, for their moms, They wanted these paintings to show that they really appreciated the woman in everybody. Absolutely.
0: And and that's why I think that's why I think it just got rocketed more than you even had. Right. And, and people <laughs> needed that. And yeah, that. just that, that was push. important. Yes. And then so. that, to have it in that like art form and then to have that like depiction of it, you know what I mean? And to see that there, I agree, I think. And then that's the cool thing that those creative outlets can do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's incredible what, you know, having that, you know, for me, it's poetry. But like for anyone, any outlet that you have, you deserve to have one and to explore that further, you know, and to be able to use that, you know, as part of your therapy, as part of your
1: grounding. And along with that, if you're doing art of any kind, don't measure yourself to anybody. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Do what feels good for you. Absolutely. And that's part of the process. That's where you get the most from it. Right. Because when you start comparing yourself to somebody or having these standards, right. you, it's, the process is, becomes, you know, that diluted. Yep. So to truly gain do. from it, just do it. Be you. And, right. and that's the best part. That's the best way to do it. Just genuinely be you. Absolutely. I
0: think your gauge of success should definitely be your own personal happiness. Yes. yes. And yeah, agreed. We have so many ways to be able to compare now with social media and with all these things.
1: Don't do that. But it's like, exactly. You got to do what's good for you. You're the best you that is on the planet. So just be you because you're the only one that can be you.
0: Absolutely. And so, with that, is there any last pieces of advice, even though you just ended with something so great? But anything else you'd like to share with everyone, those who may be listening, those who may be watching?
1: Yes, Melissa. Go. Yes, I do. <laughs> so, I will end it with one of my corny jokes. <laughs> yes! For the corny joke. That I always just pull off out of my hat.
0: Nice. Are I'm you bright, ready for I'm it? I'm glad you have it on deck like that. Because
1: corny jokes make everybody cringe and yet happy at the same time. So, mm-hmm. Melissa, what is Santa's favorite dance? I don't know. What? Santa's
0: favorite? I don't even have a guess. Santa's favorite dance.
1: Santa's favorite dance. Let me think. The, the ho- you guys Ooh, have five seconds. That? Is it something with like ho 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 down or something? Ho ho ho, ho down? That's a great guess, but you are
0: wrong. <laughs> and I did it though. I'm glad I got a guess in, so I don't even the care. Ho ho hokey
1: pokey. Oh no. And that's what it. it's all about.
0: <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> I was close. I'm very glad that I was like even in the ballpark. Close, but right? I'm I never was mm-hmm. I gonna enough
1: guess
0: that. <laughs> yes. Stop it. But, but so that, yes. if you want any more corny jokes, y'all, but also they if you also all want right here. <laughs> enough for days. Oh man. But <laughs> also Just to learn from somebody so, you know, great to me. Thank you again just for being, you know, who you are, everything that you do. Shout out to all the wonderful educators, everything that you do every single day. Taking care of our babies because while we were at work, you take care of them during the day. And we know that that is no small job. And so... Shout out to all of them, but also shout out to all of you that are listening and are tuning in and always supporting. We thank you so much. And as always, we welcome your feedback, anything you have. But also tune in next Friday, because it always, as always, every other Friday is Feel Good Friday. So we're going to always bring you another edition of Santana Says. And if there's any topics that you want to see in the future, ways you want to connect, or anything you want to see happen, let us know.
1: And shout out to you.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: I love they love you. me so much. I love you too. Shout
0: out to all you guys. Thank y'all. Thank you.